0: It's barely in topic. A podcast for Boston Bruins fans. Bye, Boston Bruins fans. Welcome to Barely In Topic, episode three hundred and fourteen. <laughs> yeah, it's fourteen, and we're back again. We came back last week. Why am I doing this? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so excited about the Avengers coming out in May that I can't possibly think about anything else right now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now you know what we were just talking about before I said, let's get the thing started. Okay, and I'm here with Jeff and Tim. Hey, what up, folks? (laughs) Hi. I promise we're not going to talk about the flames for 11 minutes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That went on for 11 minutes.
0: (laughs) It went on for
1: 11. I I mean, how much of that was me almost passing out Uh... (laughs) laughing? Or did you? Or did you cut that?
0: No, no, I kept that because (laughs) that was fun. 'Cause I think I, I have this theory and maybe people can tell me um if I'm wrong. I think that people like to hear laughter, like for half a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: You all knew what you signed up for.
0: <laughs> you know what? I gotta tell you, if people didn't like that, then they wouldn't listen to us because we we laugh a lot. But it's better to be laughing than to be moaning in distress about how badly your team is going.
1: You mean like Habs fans are doing right now?
0: Oh my god, the Has fans want to arrest Chara again. They want to do this.
1: For, you know, you, you know
2: shooting a puck at the net
0: and, because and that's the- illegal now. Meanwhile, you could see it, like
1: how horrified the look on Chara's face during that entire, you know. Terrifying couple minutes where Dano wasn't moving.
0: All right, I didn't actually see that because I had every plan on watching Bu- Bruins in two at midnight last night. But hear me out. I got through the first period and second period just started up, and I saw the DeBrus goal. You know, McAvoy to DeBrus, and I dropped the remote. And Little Miss Vegas had already gone to bed, and she was upstairs, and she actually barked and growled at me, and then kept going woo 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 and I was like, ah crap, I guess I have to go to bed. So. My dog made me go to bed before I could watch the remainder of the game. I did watch the last three minutes of the actual third period and the shootout. Oh, and, and the overtime in between them. So I did see all of that, but I didn't see the um, the shot or, or Chara's reaction or any of that stuff. But um, I'm... I'm glad to hear that Dano's at home. Hopefully everything's okay. Yeah, Chara
2: stayed on the ice the entire time. Time he he skated up to him, kind of patted him on the back, made sure,
1: tried to see if he was okay, things like that. Ch- Chara spent more time standing by Dano than fricking than Dano's own captain did.
0: That says a lot because there's yeah. nothing going on. There's nothing saying you can't come on the ice. You know what I mean? You're not going to be penalized for that. Yeah, there's a lot of... There are a lot of problems up in Mo- Montreal. And we should be happy about those problems that don't involve serious injuries. Yes, yes,
1: absolutely. But,
0: yep, yeah, there are crazy Habs fans
1: that now... Or I saw this, I think, on, on uh, Habs, Habs Eye on the Prize. Some of the commenters is like, I just get this weird PTSD whenever a, Habs, a player gets injured involving It's Like, this could have been literally anyone that fired that slap shot, you dumb fuck. Yes, it's a char slapper so it's basically being hit with a howitzer, but, you know.
0: Well, probably lost a little bit on his shot.
1: Even if
2: he's lost a little bit on his shot, his shot was the fastest shot ever. (laughs) So, like.
1: (laughs) Also, you know, the Habs kind of employed the player that's um, also most likely to kill someone with a shot. Because, uh, you know, Shea Weber's a Hab.
2: Oh, that's true, too. Well, kind of. He's at home right now, but he's still a Hab.
1: (laughs) He's collecting, a, he's collecting a salary, whether to wear the half jersey or to not. At the moment, you know it's, it's, that's not really germane to the point. <laughs> but yeah, so it's all dumb. But you know what? Apart from that unfortunate and kind of horrifying incident, it was a that was a fun game.
2: It was. It was the overtime was a little nerve wracking for me. Just the three on three overtime, just <sighs>
1: holy is- shit! But, but like like the defensive plays by by Krejci and then by and, and and by Krug in that overtime, both of which were ridiculous. Yep, that's Krug that everyone
2: wants to trade. By the way, yeah.
1: Oh good god! What the hell was that coming up yesterday? Was some idiot suggesting trading Krug for. Jack fucking Johnson?
0: Yeah, I, um... I gotta tell you, I want nothing to do with Johnson. Let him go to the Kings. Johnson's a really bad player. Having a really bad year. (laughs) (laughs) On an expiring
1: contract. So instead, someone wants to trade Krug on an excellent player on a value contract. I can't even finish that sentence.
0: (laughs) Okay, you know what? Let's just talk about this for a little bit, because this is leading into something else. You know, we're not done talking about this game from last night. We're not done talking about Bruins Habs and all that stuff. But right now, we're just going to do an aside and talk about what is the root of people's, I don't know, dismay, disorientation about players. Now, the Tuca thing, right? I did see somebody tweet at, at Ty Anderson at one point saying something about, like, well, I don't like how much money he's being paid. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, he is getting paid a lot of money, but you're acting like you're doing the fucking paying of the money, right? Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, is like, I dare you to look around the league and tell me who you would replace him with. Because you're not going to do it with Dobby, not long term, right? And so, and, and the same thing with Krug, it's like, okay, you don't like his size, you don't like X about him. Look, I, I'm i not the biggest Tory Krug guy, guy, or gal, or any of that. I'm not either. But, you know, I'm not saying, oh, let's trade him for some random left shot dude because whatever, which is what everybody else is doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I think, like, is it, is it, some, is it because he's small? Is it this perception that endures for no particularly good reason that he's still just a power play specialist, even though that's that's that a lot been, what I, that hasn't lot been what I true see. in years.
0: Yeah, well, the you know, I know that um, a couple of weeks ago, I guess it was in the game, was it against the Caps? It was that week he flubbed a couple of things, and he got benched for it, and then came
1: back and has played well since.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that that kind of stuff comes out. You I know that we have people who can't get over the idea of having two different kinds of defensemen. And one of each kind on each pair. Um, they can't all be defensive defensemen uh, because that's just not how the league is built. Anymore. that is how
1: you that is how you lose a lot of games, an impossibly large amount of games. <laughs> Look at the Habs.
0: You know, okay. Y- you know what? Let's let's ta- talk about that for a minute. Last night, I came to the conclusion before the game started that you know just looking at at stuff around the Habs. Van hired. Claude Julien last year, okay? And he did not do anything to really make that team something that Claude could really work with.
2: No, he made it worse.
1: No, yeah. That's, this is something that's been on my mind, I think, where you're going with this for a long time, too. That Claude is very, very much used to playing with three things. A all-world two-way center, an all-world defenseman, and a pretty good to borderline elite goaltender.
0: Right, right. Um.
1: So what was he given? He was given Shea Weber, who is... He,
0: <sighs> aging much girls. Yeah, he aging much more out of what he used to be. I mean he was basically And what he
1: used to be was never as good as what Chara was either. Right. And yeah, he's
2: aging quicker than Chara and he was never as good as Chara.
1: Yeah. Um Carrie Price, who is um yeah, Carey, actually Carrie Price to be honest, I'm kinda of with the with the Dave Lozo argument that Carrie Price isn't half as good as the hockey world came as he is. He had that one good season and the rest of the time he's either always hurt or fine. And then, of course, no centers at all, let alone an all-world two-way one.
0: Well, I think that Bruins fans probably have been disillusioned by Carey Price because Claude's teams, after a while, just didn't stack up against him very well.
1: No. And, um, yeah. I mean, part of the problem with Claude's teams also is for at least a lot of those years to have have still had P.K. Subban, and no one knows how to piss off a Bruin better than P.K. Subban. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Expert level.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, P.K. is a bit of a troll on the ice, and that's okay. Guess what? There are lots of players that are like that. Some a little more violent about it, we'll say. Well, that's
1: because he's a troll in the ice. He isn't a dirty player. He not doing stuff shifty. You know, like, Martian's also a troll in the ice, but a lot of Martian's trolling is a combination of yapping and then
0: uh, doing things he probably shouldn't do. Speedbag. Oh, that was delightful, though. Oh, yes.
2: The kissing the cup thing was still the best with Vancouver. <laughs> but, like,
1: yeah, so, yeah, I, I, so yeah. Um, whereas now they don't have anyone that's that good at it, right? Yeah. Um, You know, Gallagher and Shaw, I think, were always overrated for their ability to get uh, under people's skin.
2: Yeah, they're just shitbags. I mean, that's... Well, no, no,
1: that's not fair to Gallagher. That's entirely fair to Shaw. Shaw can go fuck himself, but... Gallagher is a decent player, he's just um, still a dollar store Brad Marchand.
0: Right, I was going to say he was Brad Light. Yeah, so, but but I basically...
1: Plays great, less filling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Birchman hired Claude Julien and didn't give him the pieces that he needed, um, and he had the ability to do that. Right? So what did he do? He took away one of the defensemen, who's now having a good time down in T- Tampa Bay. Woo-hoo. I don't even know all of the things that, because I haven't really followed the Habs. Incidentally, things, in the exploding
1: involved them taking away four Russians from that roster.
0: Right. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be something to the that. I mean, some of them were stupid, Ricky. They, they were probably right in not tendering uh, Nesterov an offer. Okay, fine. Markov didn't even want that much money. He just wanted two years. They chose to let Markov go.
0: Right. Uh, I do remember Greg Wyshynski Greg saying, hmm, I wonder where that money for Markov could have been found. And he, he had a picture of Plakanich, you know, <laughs> who is uh, aging, not well, and uh, definitely not the player. Um, he was a center. I don't even know if he's playing center anymore.
1: He has to be. Who else would be playing center on that team at this point?
0: Everybody. <laughs> and Nobody. <laughs>
1: at the same time.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I so, mean, yeah, cuz they're still they're still trying to rock this Drew thing at center when meanwhile they have a natural center, who they're not playing at center. No, mind you. I'm kind of on the board that Galchenyuk may not be an NHL angel, an angel center, but he's more of one than Drew Yeah.
0: Yeah. So th- they basically have built this like little shit tower of a team. You know, nothing's working. Nothing's working well. I mean, at they all. They have
2: a ton of grit, though. We joke about it but they've 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 got all the fourth liners on every single line.
0: <laughs> they've got them. <laughs> I, like I I like, can yeah, look good
1: example there would be Philip Dano. <laughs> Philip Dano was a, a bit of a surprise. You think he's a better player than he looked like when they got him in, when when they got him from from uh Colorado from Chicago. But he is not a first or even a second line center. He is probably an optimal third line center. Like probably a really really good third line center. But what do they have to play in?
0: <laughs> I remember the first time that you saw his name, you went a Philip Dano or Bookam Dano. Yeah, yeah, and I was just like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't know what that is either.
1: <laughs> <laughs> something called a Philip Dano. Yeah, <laughs> That's Probably what him, I said. It.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Book 'em>, Dano. Y five O. Yes. Now I want Philip Dano on the Bruins
1: just so I can say that all the time. And there's a Marco Dano out there too. Um, That's even like- better.
0: Bruin, okay, Tim. No, Bruins team is fine. Let's not be putting people on because we can make puns with their name. We got plenty of people we can do that with.
1: Fine. <laughs> but like, I'm looking at their like their defense roster too. How long some of these guys are signed? They still got another year after this of Jordy Ben. <laughs> Two more years of Shlomo Shlemko.
0: Ah, Shlomo!
1: <laughs> Four more years of Carl fucking Alsner.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, they, they did that this past uh, summer. And all
1: the years of Shay Weber. <laughs> all of them. Every single one that will ever happen. <laughs> And also, three more years of Jeff Petrie. A player who I do like, but it's in way over his head now because there's just no one else to play
0: first-pairing defense. He's dead to me. <laughs> he's dead to me, he's dead to me, he's dead to me. He was an, He was on the Oilers, and then they traded him to Montreal, and I was like, fuck that, you're dead. Also,
1: Petrie had an awful, awful game on, uh, on uh, last night, which was great. Just, just spectacular.
0: Well, you know, I'm going to say, <laughs> the Habs did not have a good game, and the Bruins... I, I, did not have a good game, really. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, basically, when you're 3-3 going into overtime, you're just kind of like, well, you came back, uh, or somebody came back and you know was able to, to get that all tied up, and that's great. It's not a loss in regulation again. No, so you're getting a point, so that's good. But I always, like I said, I don't know why, but I, I always am very confident about the Bruins going into a 3-on-3 overtime. I There are times where they totally lose... But I guess I blocked those from my memory because I think that they're usually pretty fine.
1: That overtime You're last still. yesterday, though, was, was... It was scary. Terrifying.
0: Uh, and they pulled it out, and I was like, yay! You know? And I will say this one thing. I did say to Glenn, like, who do you put in? Because they, they took the camera and it was somewhere else. I'm like, do you put Marshy in now for the shootout? Do you put Marshy in? I think you should put Marshy in. Put Marshy in. Scored. Like, Yeah!
1: that was an interesting shootout incidentally because um the first shot for both teams just like completely embarrassed both goalies like both yeah b- 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 both of them forgot the shootout started or something because both the byron and the um' br- 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 were are we're, we're, they were both good shots, but they were both incredibly savable shots. Just both Raskin and Price shat the bet on that first.
0: Yep, but I'm glad they both did.
1: Yes, eminently so.
0: <laughs> you know, because it's like, uh, you know, when Tuca did, I was like, please, Price, just bite and the then big Price one Price fucked
1: up worse, actually. I think that um, uh, his handling of that DeBrus shot was pathetic.
0: <laughs> and honestly,
2: one thing I do love about the shootout, I love that DeBrus shot first. I love that we're giving them chances to kind of get goals and kind of big spots there. I dig that. Right. Rather than just running out, Bergeron, Marsha and everyone all the time. Give everyone that shot to kind of step up. I oh, dig yeah. that a lot. Well,
0: the first three shots uh, were DeBrusque, Poster and then McAvoy.
2: Yeah. McAvoy. That's what I thought. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, and I was sad that McAvoy couldn't go three for three on shootouts, but you know, it is what it is. Uh,
1: but he wasn't going to, he wasn't going to use Yokin in his way through his career as a shootout specialist. So you most don't,
0: um, I just have to say, though, that overtime was scary. They couldn't seem to get it out of their zone at times. And then there were some amazing plays that the Bruins seemed to make. But, you know, basically they just bought themselves time so they could get to the, the shootout. And they are better at the shootout this year. Who
1: knew? Rask can apparently stop t- t- shots in the shootout. For how long has he been awful? mean like the last several years, he's been just unspeakably awful in the shootout always. Yeah. And our, sh- and our shooting was bad, too
0: yeah well i mean uh, to think about it we remember we did suggest like why don't you just put domi in there
1: get a closer yeah
0: (laughs) you know but there are reasons not to do that so that's fine but yeah so so rask stood tall he did it you know he look uh i remember there was something about like oh um oh god okay you know uh basically uh guy who has never a friend of the show that we hate so much, who is just a human pile of garbage, Joe Haggerty. <sighs> he had to put out a tweet about, oh, man, this was after, I don't know, was it the first goal or the power play goal? I don't know what goal it was. Um, yeah, I think it was
1: after the second one.
0: Right, okay, which was so the was power
1: play? The, it was after the Galchenyuk
0: goal then?
2: Yeah, I think that's
0: the one I was after. Anyway... Joe Haggerty decided he wanted to stoke some flames.
1: Quote, Tuca Rask no longer looking like the number one star of the month anymore. Feels like the Tuca crew isn't really thumping their chests anymore, does it?
0: And that pisses me off. Because, as I pointed out last night to Jeff and Tim, Joe Haggerty is supposed to be the Bruins insider. He's not supposed to have an opinion. He's not supposed to go out and have anti-Rask propaganda. You know, He's not supposed to rattle the fan and try to garner, like, all the shit that he does for or against him. He's just terrible. His writing is hacky and awful. He is not respected by his colleagues that are down. He hasn't been
1: a real insider in years. Remember how many times he he tried to trade Martian? Martian was never at any point on the block, according to the team. I mean, at least he doesn't hide it. I
2: mean, his handle is hacks with hags. He, he definitely doesn't hide the fact that he's a hack, but uh, it's just so bad. It's, when I saw that, I just wanted what what good does that do anyone saying something like that? Like it's like he wants this giant goalie controversy so he can be like, yeah,
1: told you guys, there is one now. I, I just don't understand at this point what the Bruins gained by not yanking his press credential. He isn't doing any, anything good for the team in in his position. Like you know, I know there's been accusations in the past that he served as management's hatchet man, and I think that's that's transparent bullshit. He's not like Drager when during when Nonis was the uh, GM of the of, of the Leafs. Um, it's this is um he's just I don't, bad. He's just awful. Yeah, really, just and willfully so, proudly yeah. so.
0: An in insider means that you have relationship with the team and with the players, and I don't think he has any meaningful relationship with either. Because I can't imagine somebody not wanting to punch his fucking ugly dirtbag face with all the shit he says. And I know the players probably don't read things, you know? Well, but Hags
1: is unavoidable. They're gonna they're gonna be familiar with the shit he says about them.
0: Right. I'm just saying that you as Bruins fans, and I said this in a tweet to him last night deserve more than this. I told them on behalf of all of us to go fuck himself. And I'm surprised. And I told him that I knew he was going to ban me, like block me because he doesn't have any willpower to not do that. And I'm really shocked and sad. He didn't block me. You see, he, he
1: does, you know, block people that are up you can't believe that he would block. I completely believe he has, has, um, uh, Pete Blackburn blocked, for example.
0: Gift boy. <laughs> 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 Remember like, that's I, what he used to call him, and then I and, know, and then he took that as like a badge of honor, like yeah, gift boy, okay, but sure, I make good gifts. <laughs> and,
2: and and that's the thing he he will argue with people and try to like show his quote unquote intelligence, and any every step of the way he does it with Bruins Network all the time. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Put out a tweet, and then he'll tweet something else that it's totally the opposite of that. And he wants to seem like he's right all the time, and he's not right! Ever! And the best part is
1: someone will call him out with it with the the tweet or a link, and it'll be like, yeah, it's like, what what was it? Someone called him out on last uh, week uh, during the the Canes game. I think it was Bruins Network. About when he was said, it's like, oh, well, Virgie's in decline.
0: Oh, that's right. He started out this season with that. And it was just like, bergie's 32. And yeah, he's injured. But just shut up with this stuff. Like, can't you find something to talk about? And don't get me wrong. You don't have to be positive about the team all the time. But this team right now is doing pretty freaking good. And for you to go in and, uh, you know, clutch... The the negativity out of this team, out of your perceived negativity out of this team, and dangle it for everybody to see on Twitter and think that you're doing your fucking job is it's wrong.
1: Yeah, th- there isn't anything to be negative about this team right now.
2: Think about what a terrible life he must live if he has to clutch on to any negativity that he can try to muster up.
0: Joe. Joe, who hurt you?
1: Yeah. Someone Joe Joe, hashtag let's talk.
0: Ah! (laughs) 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 Hags, let's talk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I wish one of us were a millionaire (laughs) or billionaire (laughs) so that we could get that hashtag going and and you know and donate money to some charity (laughs) for it. (laughs) <laughs> to a mental health charity yes that would be great <laughs> but seriously, creating a
2: safe space for Joe Haggerty since 2018
0: oh god I mean it's just like I uh, look I guess there are yes there are issues with the team and we're gonna find those issues soon enough you know what I mean but right now why can't we just talk about what's great with the team
2: well, yeah, it's like, he's like, we can't have fun. This is like exactly why we can't have nice things because fucking Joe
1: Haggerty. Well, well, that's just it. And you know what the problem with it is, is uh, with Haggerty right now is he's, um, he's of course not the only prominent member of Boston sports media with the anti rasp crusade.
0: Oh, are we talking about KPD? I don't know.
1: I can't read KPD stuff. He's had me blocked for two years. Um, oh, okay. Okay. I, I mean, that was my guess. I, mean, Tim I, who... mean, I, mean, I was going with Felger, obviously.
0: Yeah. Oh, see. So my okay.
1: point is, you know, and the problem is, is you know, they are the ones with the largest platforms. The most casual fans are getting their exposure from these chuckle fucks.
0: And that's why everyone, like, latches onto it i know what's going on guys and i would recommend that they should um use viagra
2: instead maybe cialis whatever combination of the two
0: uh i mean because honestly that's the only way they can get it up is to have this like hate on for tuca that's it that's it sorry i can't think of anything else that makes any fucking sense that's for sure sorry sorry guys dick joke
1: now you just made me think of a Haggerty stick. God damn it, VA!
0: <laughs> I am the worst. <laughs> it's really small, so you can you you probably can't even see it. So. Oh, <laughs> well, so oh. Alright, I'm sorry, I went there, but it, no, I, I just I can't think of a reason why uh, because there's no real good reason why they should be this bad about it. Because how many um, how many games in a row have the the Bruins had a point, at least a point, and most often two?
1: I believe they're up to 12 games.
2: Twelve? Yeah, I was going to say I thought it was twelve.
0: Yeah. Yeah, going there's back to
1: going yeah, going back to the, the rags end. on the yeah. 18th, yeah. Yeah, so... They haven't lost in regulation in um, almost a month.
0: Right, right. And you know what? I don't want to jinx that. What I do want to say is this. If Tuca lets in a goal, and it's kind of a shitty goal, all right, that's... Well, it's like,
1: exactly, that patchy ready goal, it's like, okay, that was... Yeah. hard to blame him for that. Right. That was unfortunate. And, and I
0: really... You know what? If, if some team scores on you on the power play... Uh, Look, that was a complete failure on the ice. It's not just you. Because they have, like, an extra player and all that shit. But.
1: And then that second power play goal was on a really shitty penalty. A really shitty call.
0: Yeah, they were getting all the calls. And, yes. Because Montreal. Typical. I
1: have a theory. Haves Habs get the calls in, in Montreal because that the refs know they're not leaving the building alive otherwise.
0: Probably. Hey. Yeah. Remember, They're going
1: to be smoked meat right soon if they if they start calling against the Habs in that building.
0: Basically. I saw what the Bell Center looks like after the playoffs loss, like the one against the the Flyers. I think it was a few years ago. Uh, that was there were a lot of police cars there. <laughs> okay, I would not put it past the, these are the people who want to call nine one one on on Zdeno Tara, and I'm, I have no doubt that they would try to like beat up some ref. You know, they probably know all their names. And home addresses all that shit but what I'm saying yeah so so look there's fandom and there's stalkerdom you make the decision where they fall but anyway yeah last night you know uh, Mandy put out a tweet and I was like really I'm like when when Tuka lets in four goals that are not power play there you know you're you're not shorthanded you know and he just lets them in then we'll talk about being worried okay I, this is nothing to worry about, and I. You know he I was on that in, crazy
1: run. Of course, he was gonna not be as good for a bit, right?
0: They just came back from a break. This is the first. Well, well game. yeah, and
1: well, as just saying, okay, so over the holidays, they went through that ridiculous stretch where they led in essentially nothing. Yeah. Okay, and yes, the Bruins have given up ten goals in the last two. Sorry, sorry, nine goals in the last two games. They'd also only given up like nine goals in the previous nine games. So it all evens out well exactly everyone knew what Ra- what Rask was doing for the previous couple of weeks wasn't going to continue exactly like that
0: no everything- but they
2: expected to. that's the thing they people expected to and that's why we get into this narrative where he lets in two goals in a game and all of a sudden he's terrible
1: again like I just don't fucking get it. I really don't fucking get it. Like, why are these certain players that some people have this this utter hatred for? Like, I understand the source of some of these Rask things. And a lot of it's that these fucking monkeys want to be, expect their goalie to be doing jumping jacks and and jumping jacks and breakdancing in the net like Tim fucking Thomas. Here's the thing about that. That only works if you're a good goalie. That style of play only works if you're Dominic Hasek or Tim Thomas. Mm Mm-hmm. That style of play, if you're not
0: Dominic Hasek or Tim Thomas, doesn't means you're a bad goalie. And, and when you have multiple hip surgeries because of all that stuff that you do, then you eventually aren't good at doing that. Sorry, Tim, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just, I needed to say that.
2: Yeah, uh, the other, the thing, this narrative with Tuca, because he doesn't sprawl everywhere, it's because he doesn't need to. He's always in position. That's the—he's more technically sound. He's a technically sound goalie, and because of that, people just take it as him not being good and him not being as good as Tim Thomas. But in reality, it's because of his technicality and how good he is that he does that.
0: You know, it's kind of—it it reminds me a little bit of like uh, the Aaron Rodgers versus Brett Favre debate. Okay, Rodgers is more of a classic pocket passer, you know. Predictable, You know he's going to do great arm, you know, and he has mixed results because the team around him has not been what it, it, it could be. Brett Favre is a gunslinger, does whatever the yeah. fuck he wants to do. And he's had a lot of success with that. But when he went downhill, he went downhill really quickly. Okay. Fewer fewer
1: people have been shown Aaron Rodgers', Aaron Rodgers dick, so Advantage Rodgers.
0: <laughs> and, oh, <laughs> and I saw those pictures and I learned never to do that again. I, also,
2: I mean, I think, isn't it, isn't, doesn't Brett Favre, like, he had, like, at one point the most career touchdown passes, but he also had the most career interceptions.
0: Yep, he took over for George Blanda. (laughs) Yes, he did. uh, So,
2: I mean, that's, that's, that's what you're going to get.
0: It's a mixed bag. That's what I'm trying to say, is that Tim Thomas, there were probably games that could have been won had he just been a little more technically sound. Oh,
1: good God. The O nine twenty ten 9 2010 season... Tim Thomas was so
0: bad. Is that when he needed the surgery?
1: Yes, coming out of that season is when he got the surgery. And then, of course, came back and won a Vesna and a Conn Smythe and a cup.
0: And then what did he do?
1: Played one more year and then went fucking nuts. Yeah.
0: What I'm saying is, <laughs> this is, this it, it really is that. It's like, do you want the gunslinger? Or do you want the guy who's going to be steady and predictable in that position? You know? Unfortunately, predictable means letting in a shitty goal every once in a while. But you know what? You know what? When Tuca is playing against, like, Chicago, you don't see that shit. He ups his game. Yep.
1: And, and the worst is people talking about, oh, he, 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 he's not good in big games. Really? Tuca's save percentage in, in the playoffs is extraordinary. And, and, and some people were complaining about this on, on Twitter like, some people were to hacks to agree with them. It's like, oh, he's not winning big games. Like, in what fucking universe was yesterday's game an actual big game? <laughs> 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 I assume it's a universe where we, who, where, again, I'm going to go with prior, with prior to that game, where we weren't, we weren't up 12 points, two games in a hand. No, yeah, with two games in hand on the Habs. That was not an important game. It was not a big game. It was, it was, okay, for Bruins and Habs fans, it was important, but for everything, it's iconic. Yeah, iconic, not not big. There we go.
0: It was emotionally important because the way they celebrated when Martian scored that goal and came back and the way they all just gathered on the ice. And who was the first person he went to hug? Fergie, his big brother. <sighs> <laughs> it was so I could not stop. Their watching. bromance
1: is the best thing ever. It I, really is. <laughs> We've talked I don't about even this say, a lot. I
0: don't even think it's a romance. I really do think that Brad looks at him as the older brother that he never had. You know, I it, it's not. I, I don't say bromance cheapens it, man. I mean, Fair I enough, think that but... bromance can be a beautiful thing. And it can also be a douchey thing. But I think in this case it's like I really think that Brad looks at him as the brother he di- didn't have. And he might have brothers, I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it still it still works even if he does. Since the brother he didn't he's have. still the brother he never had, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> that's that's the way I look at it. But it's just like he like, you know, he did like a low five thing with crew who spun out of control, but he went right to, to Burgie. Who was like, open arms I mean, it's just, and everybody was like They were so intensely hugging on the ice Last night, because usually what they do Is they they do the the Line, where they all like, you know They're like, good job, good job, good job To Tuca and stuff, but everybody just In the center of the ice, it was great So, emotionally, that was a very Important game, I think they got Some kind of monkey off their back, there was a lot Of pressure, because they are playing against their old Coach for the first time Okay? Yeah he they won a lot of games under him. They won a Stanley Cup with him, and even the kids or the young guys who weren't on the Stanley Cup team for obvious reasons because they were like ten. I think they could probably key into how important it was to win this game for for the guys who were there. So actually, yeah. I
2: think especially it was especially important to Cassidy as well. I mean, Cassidy took over for him. Cassidy was there with him for a little bit. He he was there in Providence developing players that Claude was using or not using. And now it's kind of one of those things where it was it was it almost it was, it's it isn't it isn't almost like a mentor facing his mentee
0: in a way. But also, I'm going to point out this whole thing. Cassidy's a defensive guy, like he played defense. Cloak played defense. They have some similarities, or at least they tried to have some similarities when one worked under the other, right? But the thing that I think is really important here is that. Cassidy's showing the new way, and Claude is still stuck in the old way. Yeah. And that's what you saw last night, except that that Habs team is not equipped like the old Bruins teams were. So you have the old guard, the new guard, and that was just a big game for that. It sucked that the Pats game was on there, and I probably should have just watched this game outright. I will catch it at some point. I I do want to point out that uh, there are two more Habs-Bruins games this week, one of which... Is actually on Wednesday night. Wednesday night rivalry. It's an actual, true, honest to God rivalry on NBC, SN, PDQ, OMG, Well, W-T-F. well Holy
1: shit! You mean ABC. like they're not like they're not being fucking idiots? Weird. Yeah, yeah.
0: It is an actual <laughs> honest to God rivalry on that night at seven thirty, which means it'll start playing at eight. But still, amazing. You know. Of course, they they get to play the uh, Dallas Stars tomorrow. <sighs> oh no
1: tomorrow's tie tie day huh and i don't it's have any
0: for it. oh, it's yeah. a
1: manatee too
0: i don't have any yeah. energy for that you know it's like um I, I i just i've said all i need to say about tie tie and it's not very much because i it still comes down to yes and i understand the bruins weren't in the playoffs for so many years and blah 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 but what the fuck has tyler sagan done if he's so goddamn awesome He's what, spend
1: he's, he's been with two um the stars playoff teams, both of which went out
0: early. Yep. Like one did the second round and one went out in the first, something like that. Yeah, he didn't even play on that one because he had the, the Achilles uh, issue because oh, of the skate. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean see he's had some really good individual seasons, like 80-90 points. I mean, he's been good himself.
0: Tyler's great if that's what you want. He's a great fantasy guy probably. But if you're looking for team leadership and uh, that guy to get you over the hump, I don't think he's it. And I don't think he ever was that, and I don't think anybody in that draft was.
1: He scores like a number one center, but I still don't think the rest of his game makes him well-suited for the role of whoever's number one center, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, defensively, yeah, he's...
1: I mean, I think he would be better off in in a situation where he could be someone's Malkin. Mm. Rather than you know trying to be say their Tavares, right?
2: Yeah, he he's had eighty four, seventy seven, seventy three, and seventy two points since lead, leaving the Bruins, and he has forty so far this year.
0: I, those are great to- point totals, but that doesn't get the job done or, if you're the only person doing it, right? And they might—I don't know. I hate the stars. I and hate we all Tyler know, and
1: we all know, um, uh, Jamie Ben isn't uh, isn't a team player.
0: so to speak. He's definitely all
1: about himself.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh, man. Okay, yep, that's right. So tie-tie your SOL, and that's fine.
1: I will say this. Sorry, Ty, oh. you just gonna have to suck your own dick. You know? Oh my god! <laughs> oh wait, no, sorry. I really want to close that joke. Sorry, Ty, you just gonna have to suck your own duck.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh. Tim, that's even better. Oh. I, I will say, I will say this. There's. There are these dudes on YouTube, Dude Perfect, that do trick shots, and they have like something like twenty million followers. And they they did an, a Dallas Stars edition with uh, Tyler Sagan and Jamie uh, Ben, and it was actually pretty fo- it was pretty good.
0: I, thought I will say that I thought you were going to say it was dick shots.
2: <laughs> oh no, no trick shots. Yeah, they like they're they're pretty popular, and um, they did they did a Dallas Stars edition because they're from Texas, so and it was pretty good.
0: I got an idea. Go on let's talk about something else
1: <laughs> so Jordy Ben's got a good beard no
0: <laughs> no you know what we'll have a show where we talk about beards of the NHL but I would like to change the subject a little bit to our our prediction and where we are at the Ooh. midseason mark oh come on it's fun we do this in fun okay well so yeah. what you got Alright, so we all said that Brad would lead in goals. Is he leading in goals?
1: Oh, yes. Yes. Bredingo there has, it leads the team with 18 goals.
0: Yep. See, I figured that. Yep, yep. We all, it's amazing, we all said Brad. Okay, assists, we all were different. Anthony said Krejci, and poor Krejci's just been trying to get on the ice, so...
1: uh,
0: Mm. um, Oh, and Tim, you said Bjork, and I can see where you were going with that, but Man. That was
1: bold. That was bold to me. Um,
0: it, it was, and I
2: mean, because he was supposed to play on that burgie and uh, line with Marshan. I was like, oh yeah, he'll get a ton of chances, and just he's just not playing as well as everyone else right now. So,
0: well, th- you know what? He's down in Providence right now, and that's fine. And there's nothing wrong with being hopeful and optimistic. It's True. Nick said Krug.
1: Well, Krug, um, he trails the leader by seven assists. Oh, okay. Um,
0: and Jeff and I said Berge. We were also wrong. Who's the leader? In Brad.
1: A se- Brad. Brad! 20, Brad with 23 assists.
0: Oh, my followed God. Oh, but Pasta
1: with 22, and then Bergy is third with, Nope. Nope, sorry. Heinen is third with 21 assists. Oh, my. And One then... What's to the Heine? And then McAvoy with 18, Berge with 17... Krug with 16, and then it drops off to 13 from Nebraska, and so on.
0: Okay. Well, now we talked about points. Who's leading in points? Um, Tim and I both said Brad.
1: Brad. He's <laughs> leading
0: in, in in goals and assists.
1: He is, yes. Yeah, so obviously, he's leading also in points with 41 points in 33 games, which is fucking ridiculous. Oh, Brad's. Pasta's
0: second, right, with 40. 39, 39 points? And everybody else games. said pasta. So, uh, hey, everybody's doing pretty well here.
1: It's only two points off too, right? You know, so that could be all over. That could move, but.
0: All right. So is that Tuca?
1: Yes, it is.
0: Oh, Tuca. She sounded very cute. Okay. So we're, you know, it's too early to really say this right now, but our early indications would point out that they will make the playoff.
1: Correct. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it would be catastrophic. They said the circumstances would have to be full on catastrophic at this point for them not to most likely knock on wood.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So, so far, Nick, Jeff, and Tim are correct with where they are in the, the standings in, in the Atlantic, or floor-thies. Uh They're second. Nice. Um, I said third, and so did Anthony. But that's okay. Oh, I said they're only second. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, you did.
2: <laughs> and they're second pretty handedly, because they only have two more points than Toronto, but they have uh, four games in hand. So...
0: Well technically Jeff you said nothing, but your bold prediction made them second in the division. No, okay. Yes. Uh so the bonus was the point total, which Jeff did not do, but that's okay. That was the bonus.
2: How now, many did I say?
0: You said a hundred and one. Ooh. You were high. Okay. Nick and I said n- fifty five though. Yeah. It could be. It could be. Um Nick and I both said ninety nine and Anthony said ninety six, so Okay, so will the Bruins have a Calder finalist? Too hard to tell right now, but um, it looks like it was Nick and Jeff and Tim who said yes.
2: But mine was, my bold prediction on was who. Because I'm pretty sure I said, yeah, Dabrask. Yeah, Yeah,
0: Dabrask. Well, hey, you know what?
1: If I recall, I said yes, but it would be Bjork. So that's working out well for me. Um, Um,
0: You said Bjork, but McAvoy will get buzzed for the first half of the season. I took very good notes. Uh, and then Nick said McAvoy. Okay, here's the one that everybody wants to know: When will trade uh, will Spooner be traded? And so far, everybody's out of the running except for Anthony,
2: <laughs> who's probably going to end up being right at this point.
0: <laughs> he said he's no, not going to be traded, and he will resign. So, oh, he he paid himself into a
1: corner with that second one there.
2: Yeah, the because re- I could see Spooner definitely staying the entire season. Now, I just don't know that they would resign him
1: yeah i don't I, I i still feel like he gets traded at the draft at the absolute latest, but you know, good on Anthony for having that kind of faith, although I think that the reason he hasn't been traded was how much time he missed in the fall,
0: yeah, I don't True. think he had a trade market, oh, that reminds me ready because he said trade market yeah, mind you,
1: he's playing really well right now and could have a trade market, but you know what
0: he's working with message me? yeah, yeah, leave him where he is, it's working um. I, I, I'm usually pretty sour on, on Spooner because I always want more, but I saw some stuff last night and I've seen stuff in other games that make me think like he's really trying to do that extra stuff a little bit more. Um, so that's fine. I read something
1: from Fluto this morning that sort of was taking apart why it's working. And part of it is he had this little, uh, he has a, this, this, the 10 and 2 move he'd pull that we'd pull, he's at center and he would pull when he was put up, when when Claude had him at left wing last year. But because he's a left shot and playing on right wing, he can't do that move. And apparently that's actually make, opening up and making his uh, zone entries more fluid and so forth. Oh, I don't remember the exact details of why, but basically basically that movement just doesn't work playing right wing. And so as a result, that's forcing him to not rely on that crutch, which is one of the things he's best at, And it's a positive asset. But if you use it too much, it's, you know, it's like a chara slapper. It doesn't really accomplish anything.
0: Well, I saw him... Um do something with his body to um, undermine some guy with the puck. Basically, he separated a guy from the puck. And that's the kind of stuff that you want to see a guy doing when he doesn't have the puck. Because that's always been the, you know, what what are the other things that that Spooner was doing? And, you know, you'd see some things and then you'd see him regress a little bit and not do those things. So I, I like that stuff. And there was things that, you know, that at least... Maybe maybe or, you know some people will argue
1: that faceoffs aren't really that important, but you know teams look for a, their centermen to actually be confident. and Spooner just wasn't getting the job done there, so it'll be interesting to see if this holds up if he continues looking like a decent right wing through the year. Um, because honestly, that's an area where the where the organization's not strong, right? Um, off most of our prospect wingers are left shots. You know, Bjork they are playing on the right, but he's a left shot. Are uh, basically it's like Donato and Sinishin very prospect for right for right wing prospects so good news mm.
0: <laughs> now let me get back to what i was saying before sorry i was talking to that's all right i was talking to andrew the tallest last night uh via text and he chided me for not watching the game because the pats game was on and so on and so forth but we were talking about malcolm Subban, right and he said something like oh malcolm Subban's doing great in in uh, vegas blah 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 and I was like, and he said, like, too bad we couldn't get any real return on him. I'm like, there was no trade market, but there was a poach market. Yep. If, that so, makes sense, yeah. yeah. so it's like, I, I was like, and I said that to Glenn after, and I'm like, doesn't that sound great? Like, you can't trade somebody. There's going to be no return. Nobody wants to trade with you. But the minute you put somebody on waivers, they have an interest in that player, and they will poach them for you from you because they well, can't. You know,
1: Right when we lost them, I tweeted that the same thing is like just remember reminder. Just because someone t- claimed your player off waivers doesn't mean they had that they had any trade value because the fan base doesn't fucking get that at all.
0: No, but you know what? I gotta tell you, because that's didn't... what
1: they were. Because that's what they were like after Griffith, and Griffith definitely had no trade value.
0: I gotta tell you though, as simple as a concept as that seems, it isn't really that simple a concept because we always think everybody has value, and we we think that everybody has value, but it, it, that means everybody has trade value, which we we don't realize that not everybody has trade value. Um,
1: trade. You're actually give. You have to give up something to get this person on trade. If you're, but if you're getting, if you're if it's a waiver claim, it's like, well, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. You put them back on waivers. Big right. fucking deal.
0: Um, right. The poaching market. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's when I went. Uh, I don't know. Do I even want to go into the bold predictions? Because there's... Uh, uh, oh, well, okay. Wait a minute. Poor poor Anthony. Oh, no. He said Matt Bolesky has a bounce-back season. Oh, no. Oh, no.
1: Poor Anthony. Poor Matt Bolesky. Mostly feel bad for Matt Bolesky, especially after the developments this week. But, yeah. But, like, Anthony's bold prediction last year was, like, savagely self-destructive, too, if I remember. <laughs>
0: Anthony's got a lot of hope.
2: I think it was Spooner wasn't going to lead the team in points or something.
1: Um, he, I, he had either Spooner or Krejci leading in goals, too, which is just like, what?
0: <laughs> so um, Nick said that Tuca regains all-star form and leads Bruins to conference finals. So that's we'll see what happens with that. Based on December, I'd say plausible. I, the, the all-star form is uh, the part that gets me, but that's okay. Oh. Well, you I mean, well, could he, argue
2: he could be and he should be in the All-Star game and isn't. He
1: is he, he probably belongs there more right now than Carey Price, but who the fuck else is going to go from the Habs?
0: Ah, uh, yeah, no that's one. true. That's true. You're right. Okay, but then we'll 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 keep it. Jeff said the Bruins will nudge out either the Leafs or the Lightning for second in division. Oh, well how about that? Yeah. How about huh? that? <laughs> Tim says Jake Debresque is a Calder finalist and I made five.
1: Oh, that's right. <laughs> You had five?
0: Yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. You should have probably listened to that episode, Jeff.
1: Almost certainly, but I was scared because I figured you were making, you were saying mean things about me as you often do when I'm not on the show.
0: <laughs> Jeff, would I ever do that?
1: I seem to recall what you said to me last year when I was in Toronto for work last March, so yes.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> it just went awry. We didn't mean to be mean about it. Okay, anyway... You should listen to it. I think we were mean. We told you not to listen to it. Now. <laughs> for fuck's <six. laughs> sake. <laughs> well, here they are, Jeff. Uh, I said Yarmir Yager was going to play for the Bruins at some point this season. Probably not going to happen.
1: Yeah, it's not looking good. <laughs>
0: Tukarask, Vesna win- winner. Tukarask, Vesna winner, I said.
1: I mean, it's possible. Bobrovsky say, slowed down. I think the... Well, no, it's it's going to be Vasilevsky. Probably. Oh, yeah,
0: that's true. Not if we kill him.
1: I mean, I'm okay <laughs> with that because that means Tampa's no longer an obstruction to, uh, 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 on our quest to win the East.
0: Well, look, don't random my parade, Jeff. Okay. Uh, Bjork, I said he was going to have 29 goals, and that's not going to happen. But then I said McRae I mean, ends up in no, Edmonton. Not. Oh, did I say I had five? I had four. Okay. McQuaid's gonna end up in edmonton before the end of the season
2: that still could happen
1: there's still time
0: there is there is now there's one other thing that we had that's not uh, that uh, and we got some of our friends in on it when is max patcher ready going to be traded and uh nick's wrong right off the bat because he said right after christmas break so mandy said after the new year she said mlk day which is tomorrow so if it happens I mean it could still happen. Yep. If it happens <laughs> still tomorrow time. if it happens tomorrow she still wins. Uh Jeff you said mid February. Anthony said the twenty sixth of February, which is the trade deadline day. Tim said two nine, February ninth.
2: I did, I said my birthday. That's right.
0: And I said one thirty. I think he's gonna be traded by the January the thirtieth. So I'm still in the running. And Ben said he's going to stay. I don't believe that for
1: a minute now.
0: Yep. If you can't even come out on the ice for your player who's been downed by I mean
1: I mean he did, but he didn't stay there the whole time like like Chara did. Like he briefly ran up, you know, knelt down like right in his right in his face. And then was and then then fucked off. Yeah.
0: Alright, so it looks like we're in pretty fine form for the uh the predictions and whatnot. I don't know. Do you think we should just kinda wrap it up?
1: I was gonna say, I mean, like is there any things around the NHL we wanna I mean like, you know, there's trade oh oh Here's a good one. Elliot Friedman, in an interview, was asked about the Bruins. That's right.
2: The, he thinks yes. so the
1: Bruins are not looking to make any moves. If they are, it'll be a fringy move like Thomas Vanek at the, at the deadline for a, for a mid for a mid round pick.
0: Yeah, like he said, it'll be just like they did last year with Drew Stafford, bring in somebody like right wing or something.
2: Which is yeah. absolutely perfect. They don't need to make any moves right now. They don't need to mess with what's going on right now.
0: No, I think what they've got going on right now is magical. If you want to bring somebody in for depth, that's great. Bring them in for depth on that wing, That wing, yeah. Well,
1: obviously was just all that talk of wanting a left shot D. It's like, okay, you know, that was mostly about the fact that it's like, well, what happens after this year, right? You know, assume, Post Char ends the season, decides to retire. That puts the Bruins in a bit of a pickle on the left side. Because they basically will have Krug, uh, Grzlik, and then have to hope one of Lauzon or Zavoro graduates.
0: mm I don't think that Char is going to retire, though. I think he wants to stay with I the don't Bruins. I don't think so
1: either. But the team does need to, you know,
0: address it at some point.
1: Or be—I mean, I mean, if he's going to—I mean, presumably he's going to sign one-year contracts, recurring. It's the responsible thing for all parties involved, right? Right, right. And I'm, I'm pretty confident that's going to be the case too. I think that based on the season he's having, I sincerely doubt he retires unless the team somehow—knock on wood—wins the cup. In which case, I think he would go out on a high note. Maybe. But anyway, so they basically, they probably don't need to plan on that. But it's something they need to keep their ears on because odds on, they have to go into the trade market for into the free agent market for a lefty for a left defenseman. That left side going to be would be not good.
0: Okay, but here's the thing: I would think that Elliot Friedman would know basically kind of what's out there in the market for a lefty, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would say so, and I think. And there are two uh,
1: lefty names that have come up of late, and I would confidently say the Bruins shouldn't um, uh, kick the tires on either.
0: One was Johnson.
1: Yes, one was one Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson is bad, and he's expiring, so it doesn't even, like, you know, address the, the longer-term st- stability issue. Which he's is,
0: bad. He's very he's bad. fucking awful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> And the other one that I think only only came up yesterday is apparently the Sharks are trying to trade Paul Martin.
0: Isn't um, he like a million years old?
1: He is 36 and he has another year on his contract with the cap hit of $4.85 million.
2: Oh, no, thank you.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. Like You know, he's still steady, but he's if you're going to have someone that old, I would re-sign Chara for another year at $3 million or whatever, and this is going to end up big. It won't be much. Yeah,
2: yeah, you don't... And, yeah, that still doesn't fix the long-term problem. So,
0: unless you're going to fix the long-term problem. Martin's only problem. played
1: three games this season.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I, no way. No way. Yeah, I, I read that. It's like, how the fuck are they going to find someone to take to take
1: Paul Martin when he's only played three games this season and he's 36 fucking years old with, with term? Yeah, no, the Sharks, the Sharks are going to try to trade Paul Martin and it's not going to happen. Um,
0: no. I hadn't
1: even I hadn't even dug into the numbers before just now, and I'm just like, yeah, that is not happening under any circumstances.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, no.
1: Yeah, I'm not uh I don't I don't again, I think is our defense perfect right now? No, but you know what, it's working well and it's very balanced. And in the event they don't end up sending McQuaid to Edmonton, you know what, there's a lot worse players you could have as your seventh defenseman ready to go in if someone starts fucking the dog.
0: Oh, I wish you didn't say that. Mm-hmm. I mean <laughs> Do you wanna rephrase that? <laughs> Are we not doing
1: phrasing
2: anymore?
0: (laughs) If only Anthony were here.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry.
1: Okay, if someone begins to play poorly and needs to sit, I can think of a lot worse players to have in the queue to to parachute in.
0: You know what's really funny is if you just would have said screwing the pooch, I totally would have been like, oh, okay, because I don't, for some reason, that doesn't bring up the same connotations.
2: as fucking the dog <laughs> okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> the weird workings of my mind
1: yeah I, I look just, I- that, was, that was me that incidentally you couldn't see me but that was me I'm, uh, with my beard doing basically the kermit drinking team meme um. <laughs>
0: you were drinking your beard?
1: <laughs> beer oh beer <laughs> oh
0: okay <laughs> I drink
1: my beard with tea. <laughs> that was the do- anyway.
0: Well, you know what's really great? Um, you know, audio podcasts having uh, video components not um, seen that. Well, I I can't word right now. Um, maybe I can word in a few minutes. What I'm basically saying is, it's an audio podcast, and uh, we can't. I can't even see you right now because of iPhone issues, and so that visual was great. <laughs> Okay, we're going to move on. <laughs> so I'm fine if they don't want to um, do too many moves. I don't want them to ruin things. Oh, another thing that Friedman said was that if you think you're going to get any of the Bruins' prospects that they're high on, forget it.
1: Oh, like some of the people he listed that they were asked about last year and then and, and were told to pound sand.
0: Yeah. Carlo McAvoy wasn't one of them. Um, really-
1: Frederick was another one. Frederick. Up.
0: Frederick, yep, yep.
1: Like, honestly, my suspicion is the highest um, uh, regarded player of the Bruins' system that could be probably realistically acquired by a trade partner would be, like, the rights to Donato or something like that, and I have a feeling the Bruins aren't doing that either.
2: Yeah, I, I'm i I'm happy about that. It's nice to hear that. It's nice to hear that the team wants to keep our own guys and uh, is high on them.
1: Well, it really shows that, that Sweeney's really committed to what he's doing.
0: And that he's drafted well. Even yeah. if he didn't do all the drafts
1: basically oh. he's not going to pull a Tim Murray basically you know you know basically you know come up, get partway through your rebuild and then start and then start trading off the parts that were the early stage of the rebuild and then interest of in adding more parts you know the example being of course trading um, multiple first rounders and a super high second rounder for Ryan O'Reilly um
0: That was dumb I mean granted
1: those first rounders were, were, were Gregorenko were Grigorenko Z- and Sidorov but Still,
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know what? We've talked about this too. You can't, you can't rebuild in the same way anymore. You got to no. do it in the fly. You can't do a, a complete rebuild, and that's what they're stuck in that pattern of. And it's it always amazes me to see teams stuck in a pattern that isn't working, and they can't figure out how to make it work.
2: Oh, I, I'm very familiar with this being a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah. Um. Look, you know what? As a Bruins fan for a while, you know we saw them go through a couple of years where it was just not good.
2: But it's going to be well, worth it. I think that's the thing that people were like really mad that they didn't make the playoffs. Granted, rightfully so. But it's going to be worth it in the end. What it's going to turn out to be.
1: Honestly, and... the one thing that made the whole like I say. The one thing that made the whole process most painful, to be perfectly fucking honest, was um was that misfire in um uh, 15, 16 season, uh, trading quite a bit for Stempniak and Lyles.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, and then uh. when
1: really that team should have just said she should he should he should have just said fuck it, and even though we were in okay position, they should the plan should have been going into that season to intend to fire sale because they had parts to sell at that that season, right. Right. Um, you know, we could have gone into the deadline with um a, with a Kevin. You know, with a. I'm glad I'm happy we re-signed Kevin Miller, but you know we had Kevin Miller. We had Louis. Um, I was about to say we have Chris Kelly, but Chris Kelly was hot garbage that season, so we wouldn't have gotten fuck all for him at the deadline anyway. But you get my point. Um, right.
0: Wasn't that one? No, Chris
1: it wasn't Eddie the hot garbage. His... Chris Kelly was no. It wasn't hot. Chris Kelly was hot garbage. Is that Chris he Kelly was injured that season? Yeah, I forgot. Like. All the other times he broke his leg. Um, Incidentally, he hasn't broken a leg since he left Boston, so clearly he's drinking more milk. Um,
0: Or not playing as much. Or. Or he's
1: he's a. Hey, he's going to be an Olympian.
0: Yep. Maybe he isn't Um, taking those antacids. I mean, those like. uh, Maybe he's not taking Prilosec or anything anymore because those things weaken your bones. Or he took our advice and actually did have adamantium robot legs installed. Maybe. You never know. That, but that process is very painful
1: well you know when you've broken your femur twice in the span of three years and you're, as well as one of your lower, the lower leg bones yeah yeah you know I feel like you can deal with a lot of pain at that point probably probably Chris Kelly's kind of a tough son of a bitch really actually he kind is. of is
0: he is I'm glad he made the Olympic team for I'm very happy
1: for I'm very happy for Cage Face.
0: <laughs> That's Cage Passé to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I was doing a Scroch oh, reference. Beard,
2: beard Face. Oh. Beard Passé.
0: <laughs> so you're oh. not even supposed to say it correctly at all. <laughs> beard I, Passé. I, I do like Kaj Fasé, though, but <laughs> <laughs>
2: and the, and the best part is is that he does have a beard. And that the oh that show is so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: but <laughs> the best thing is not only does he have a beard, but his name is spelled beard face. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: but it's he's like it's beard Yeah. <laughs> This show was so good. Hooch is crazy. Beard fussy. Oh my gosh.
0: Last week I saw the finale again. And before he even makes the final turn, I'm already in tears. All the time. All the time. All the time.
2: That was the all time perfect finale. And they fucked it up with season nine. Oh my god.
0: That does not exist.
2: Oh, all time best finale! That's, so good.
0: That does not exist. That no, no. But um, actually, I've been I've noticed that fuse. I don't know if you get fuse. They have like blocks of, of of Scrubs running all the time. Um, one day I was watching Scrubs. I was getting ready for the the Pie Fest, and uh, and Scrubs was on, and we just left Scrubs on all day during the Pie Fest because I had been watching it. Oh, Tuka's so cute. But anyway, um yes, that was our little scrubs moment. Uh okay, so do we want to do a sexy scheduled reading? Oh, oh, oh wait a minute. I'm sorry. I got to talk about things that we've heard from people. Um I will say that I did get a message back from Roxanne C. Oh. Yes, and she is open to coming in or coming uh coming on with us um in um, a couple weeks uh, on the 28th to talk about her first NHL game experience at the Bell Center with the Bruins at the Habs. That's going to be next Saturday. So that's going to be exciting. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm, um, so I'm looking forward to that. We'll figure out the details of that. That's great. We did run a poll last week. Tim, I'm sorry. Tim, I think you're the,
1: the lone voter for the Ask Line, aren't you, Tim? I am.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did not vote.
1: I did not vote. Oh, at I all. did. I I wasn't gonna get shut
2: out. I definitely voted.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I I did not vote at all. But we had uh, five votes, one of which was Tim. But basically, <laughs> the other four votes went for the skyline. Um, and in fact, Russ Hollowell over on on Facebook said that it was skyline, not close. It's short, catchy, and clever. Thank you, Russ. I thought so. I really loved it. Russ, you're
2: no longer my favorite.
0: Oh stop that You be <laughs> you be nice It's okay You know we, we want to have a, a, a fun Snappy line name And uh, that's what we came up with And you know I'm sure that If other people have uh, What they would like to, to venture out They can let us know about that Bo-bo-bo-bo. And you know what was great Russ wrote it on our Facebook page Because you too All of you guys, you can write things on our Facebook page. And I was bad about not writing something on the Facebook page this week in my own personal form. But I will try to be better about that this week. Anyway, yes. So those were the two things that I could uh, think about this week. Uh, Yes. (laughs) That's so cute. Anyway, yeah, so do we want to do a sexy schedule reading or what? Or angry? Well,
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, Ruins have a a busy week. This week of uh, a lot of games. Starting off with a matinee game, the old Martin Luther King Day matinee. Um. Oh, and it's uh, It's we're being visited by the Dallas Stars. It's Ty Ty and his duck and. Jamie Ben being a selfish lover.
0: <laughs> Thank goodness they're not here on Valentine's Day.
2: Also, <laughs> fuck the manatee games.
0: Yeah, seriously, I got, I got like
1: a job in, in a country where that's not a holiday. Um, but so I can't I, watch that game.
0: <laughs> I do agree that we should have the holiday honoring a great man.
1: I, I agree, agree completely. Yes, I'm just grumpy because I can't watch the game.
0: Right.
2: We should definitely have the holiday. We should just have the game at seven PM still. <laughs>
0: I I would like it at seven PM because honestly, this cuts into my take Vegas for a walk time. So you know.
1: Anyway, Bruins have one day off and get right back into it. Seven thirty PM on January seventeenth with the hated Habs on. On NBC for Wednesday night rivalry, and guess what, folks? That's a, that's an NBC game with no Pierre Maguire. I do hope you How get better you? soon, Pierre. I do hope you get better soon, Pierre, but also that you retire. Um,
0: yes, get better soon, Pierre, but
1: don't come back to work ever. Oh my
0: God, we are the worst <laughs> people. Well, no,
1: we're We're not wishing harm on him we just wish to no longer
0: see him on our television okay
2: go to that cabin in the woods with Malkin
0: (laughs) and all the rest of the the, the penguins that would be great
2: didn't he he had some quote that talked about going to a cabin in the woods with Malkin one time
0: he's like the only person who would want to do that so good for him glad he could be his true self anyway then Travel to Brooklyn to play the Islanders on Thursday.
1: I think that might be our last game against the Islanders with John Tavares because he is totally going to free agency. Also, Matt Barzal. I'm sure the I'm sure the internet will be lovely with this game.
2: Oh, fuck that game. <laughs> God
1: damn it.
0: <laughs> um, The Isles are not having a great season. Uh, they've kind of fallen off a cliff, and uh, I don't really miss Johnny and Slides as much anymore.
1: Yeah, and you know, here's the thing about the Islanders, too, is they're bad, and they, they everyone's saying that they're probably going to make some serious fucking noise with the trade market, because um basically they have to make noise in the playoffs this year. Otherwise, they're so fucked, because there's no way Tavares resign. Yep. Well, alternatively... They say, "Well, we're not going to make it, and then sell everything." This means that Tavares, which would mean Tavares, and um, uh, and unexpectedly, incredibly highly ranked scorer Josh Bailey are suddenly on the trade market, and it becomes a very interesting deadline. My guess is Snow buys a bunch, and they still miss the playoffs.
0: Um, what what position does Josh Bailey really play?
1: He's a wing of some
0: sort. Oh, interesting.
1: He's he- been on that. He's been on the, and he's going to cost a lot.
0: Oh, okay. Well, never mind then.
1: And that's if they sell. Mm. I mean, they're a point out of a playoff spot right now. What they need's a goalie. My guess is they trade for Robin Laner.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, well, Halak's been okay, but not good, and Grice has been bad. Uh. So they need a goalie. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care. It's fucking Islanders. Whatever.
0: Oh yes, okay. Well, uh, let's let's talk about that Saturday game.
1: And then it's a rematch of Saturday, seven p.m. at the Centre Bell. In La Belle Provence against les Habitants, the Montreal Canadiens for round three in a week. Because you know,
0: scheduling
1: go home, go home, schedule maker, you're fucking drunk. <laughs> so drunk what the fuck
0: and then i think we see them again in like march or something maybe yeah march so yeah march There's 3rd that. oh okay
2: it's a 5 p.m. game god damn it
1: <laughs> what's <the laughs> what the fuck kind of, like, what kind
0: of time is that
2: it's a saturday but still fuck that
0: uh are they playing a back to back that weekend
2: no, they don't play They play the first, they play the third, and they play the sixth.
0: Okay, well, I don't. I mean, basically, that. all of
1: March, the team plays every other day for the entire month or something like that.
2: Is February 19th like a special holiday? President's Day?
1: Yeah, I oh. think it's. So. Yeah, it's President's Day, I think.
2: That's why they're playing at 4 p.m. that day. That's a fucking weird time, too. What the hell?
0: Everybody knows that's the day you go out to buy new beds or cars or things. Not watch hockey. Um, on the
1: flip side, that is a Western Canada game that's actually watchable.
0: Oh, yeah, I guess
1: so. usually <laughs> <At Calgary>. happened. <laughs>
2: we'll see the Yager, maybe.
1: I mean, yeah. He just put on IR. I, I don't think we're ever seeing the Yager again.
2: Aww.
1: Remember there was a talk that well, we talked about this at great length last week, right? <laughs> yeah. no, we did. We mostly no, talked about Dougie, but still. Um, Fuck Dougie. Indeed. <laughs> 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 all right so it's a busy week yep i'm not going to get to see that uh second habs game unfortunately um yeah that'll probably be right about the time i'm landing in vancouver so like by the time my shit's together it'll be close to over
0: <laughs> oh boy mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to see them on rivalry night oh no no rivalry night i will Oh, it's the the Friday game. It's
1: Saturday game. I won't be able to see.
0: That's the third game, Jeff.
1: I said that game. I didn't say the second. Oh, I meant second this week.
0: You said the second of this week. Well, now you're saying of this week.
1: (laughs) I mean, clearly that's what I meant the entire time.
0: (laughs) I don't know. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> ah, see, I look at his. There's a first, a second, and a third game this this month. I'm not going week by week, but yes, you're technically correct, which is the best. The best kind, kind, of, kind of correct, correct right? <laughs> I can't see Jeff's face, so I don't know how angry he is at me, and I'm trying not to be mean. I got a smirk. If that helps. It's it could be worse. Okay, all right. So bare necessities this week. Uh, You know what? I I discovered something this week and I can only get it in those fancy little soda machines and I'm heartbroken. I really want Diet Coke ginger lemon or lemon ginger, whatever it is. Oh my God, it's unbelievable. But uh, I haven't been drinking that much. I'm probably, uh, I still have the Narragansett coffee milk stout. So I might drink that or I don't know, something else. What do you got, Tim?
2: I've been fighting cold a little bit. Um, so if I do feel up to it, I'm actually just gonna go with my uh, alcohol, water, my uh, spiked seltzer. I found a new brand last week, the week before. It's called the brand is just Press, Hmm. and they've got some interesting flavors. Like they had one that was like it was like blackberry and cardamom. It had like different flavors. Yeah, it was really good. They had a uh, they had a they had one with ginger. It was just it was really good, like different different combinations like that. Um, it has a little bit less alcohol percentage. It only has uh four percent alcohol as opposed to the other ones that have five. And it i I've only seen it in an eight pack of twelve ounce cans, which is weird.
0: Mm.
1: But it's really good. Excellent. So i will probably go with that. Cool.
0: What about you, Jeff?
1: Well, I'm still um doing this whole not drinking alone during during the week thing. And of course I won't be up again the the Dallas game is two in the afternoon on a work day for me, so anyway.
0: Office scotch But <laughs> <laughs> you won't be seeing the game, but you can have your office scotch.
1: It, it's just it's although realistically speaking it's probably gonna be a challenge not to drink during that Montreal game, so well, uh, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it.
2: Office scotch. It just uh, just reminds me of uh Parks and Rec. An <laughs> <Good> old Swanson.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Um, It's the best kind of scotch. Anyway, okay, well, we'll figure it out, I guess. Boy, yeah. I feel bad for Bare Necessities. It had a good run, but it's becoming uh, a little harder to uh, populate that segment. Hmm. Yeah,
1: well, there's, there's various reasons for that, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So... You can listen to us on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher, presumably in other places.
1: Wherever your favorite podcasts are found.
0: Right. And apparently, Jeff brought in some whole new rating thing that he can explain to you again.
1: If you listen to us on iTunes, like, rate us some stars. People will see us more listeners is great. So, yeah, like, rate us well.
0: I have to say, (laughs) I, I don't... Well, I do look at how many listens we have, you know, from time to time, and and I happened to glance at that yesterday, and I saw you know, because I was really late in putting the episode out this week, and I apologize for that but within two days we had a hundred listens, so thank you thank you, thank you for listening for sharing us, presumably that's great, we really appreciate all the listens Um, just thank you so much You can talk to us at Barely on Topic on Twitter, at Barely on Topic Podcast on Facebook. And, uh, oh, I, you know, if you want to tweet at me in my normal Twitter, I'm at VA from RI.
1: I'm at Dr. Hand Grenade.
0: And I am at Tim A. Richardson. Excellent. And uh, is there anything more I have to say? I always forget these things. No, it's all of them. I think Tim, I think it's on Tim now. So, word.